maniacal laugh. <laughs> 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 Look what you made me view. Look what you made me view. Look what you just made me view. Look what you just made me view. Look what you made me view. Look what you made me view. Look what you just made me view. Look what you just made me view. Hello, everyone. Hi, hi, hi. Welcome back to Look What You Made Me View. I am Kaylee. I am Ryan. Maniacal laugh. <laughs> Maniacal laugh. That's the quote. It was that or. Uh, and that's how you fix a 12-volt starter? Nah, man, I had something. <laughs> yeah, you? what did I, I wrote down one. I'm not the host here. I'll let you go. Thank you. I thought Maniacal Laugh was great, but whatever. That's going to be the intro to the episode. Yeah. Okay, so this week. So you quoted the intro. I quoted the intro mm -hmm. to the episode mm -hmm. this week. Mm -hmm. Maniacal Laugh. <laughs> it is a great scene. So this week we watched... The Muppets. We're talking about the movie made in 2011, not the 1979 movie, in case you did not know. I Here didn't know. Go. I mean, yeah. You asked me, or you told me we were watching this. It doesn't work that way, does it? You don't <laughs> it ask doesn't. Me. It doesn't. I made um, you watch this film. It's in the title. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I kind of assumed it was an older one at first. No, okay. We'll get into that. Let's start by just summarizing this really quickly for anybody who didn't watch the film. Uh, Google says, Walter, the world's biggest Muppet fan, is on vacation in Los Angeles with his brother Gary, played by Jason Siegel, and Gary's girlfriend Mary, played by Amy Adams. They discover that greedy Tex Richman, played by Chris Cooper, plans to raise Muppet Studios and drill for oil on the spot. Desperate to save the Muppets' former stomping grounds, the three friends join forces with Kermit to reunite Miss Piggy, Fozzie, and the rest of the gang to hold a telethon to raise the $10 million they need to save the studio. But bam that's the summary. How 2011, would, right? Yeah. How would you summarize this film, right? I, uh, okay. A Muppet um, doesn't really think anything's that weird about a bunch of Muppets having a TV show his entire life. But he's oddly drawn to them. Um, decides uh, with his brother, of course. His brother invites him on a trip to where the Muppets performed. Uh, they're much, much older at this point. And uh, they're going to go find the Muppets. They're going to go see the Muppets for the first time mm -hmm. um, in their long lives of loving this uh, franchise. And then? There's no end. That's it's, it? It's the summer of the film. I don't tell you the ending of the film. Yeah, I'm true. telling you like the, the draw, and there's really not a whole lot of draw with the way I explain <laughs> it, of course, because other no. than Southern, if you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> uh, so... That's drawl. I understand, guys. I get my own joke. It's, it's flawed. Uh, it's fucking crazy to believe that this guy's a muppet, <laughs> and it's just uh, that it was hard for me to get into get into it. Um, I don't know. Simultaneously hard, difficult, I should say, uh -huh. and <laughs> uh -huh. difficult to get into it, and easy to get into it because it's it's adorable. It's really cute to have a Muppet brother, but they don't really acknowledge how that happens or what that's nope. all about. But he's clearly a fucking Muppet already. Like, there's nothing. Yeah, 
for it to, I mean, the sh- part of the struggle, spoiler alert, is he doesn't think he's capable of being a Muppet. Sir, you are a Muppet. <laughs> you just that was the quote of the movie, the by the way. Am I a Muppet or am I a man? Oh. That's the quote of the movie. Oh, no, that's the song. I didn't want to take a quote out of the song. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, yeah, oh, we'll, this movie we'll is get a to song. That song. We will <laughs> get to that song. This mostly song. That song is the entire reason why I picked this movie. We will get to that song. Um, yes, he is a Muppet. Jason Siegel is his brother. We have no idea if both of their parents are human. We have no idea if one of them is a Muppet yeah, and the other is the not. Parents? No. I thought we saw him in a flashback. I thought um, we saw them in like some family picture flashback thing. I don't know. I don't know. Come at me if I'm wrong, but uh, it's not touched on at all. Also, they're... it's certainly not emphasized. Right. There's no real family element to this. Right. They are full grown human being Muppet people, or at least Jason Siegel is a full grown man. And they are still living together in what I can only assume is their childhood bedroom. And I immediately wrote down, how old are they at this point? Because Jason Siegel is a man. He is a grown-ass 30-year-old man In at the this 30s, point. yeah. For uh, sure. Why are they sleeping like this? What, he has a fiancé? No, 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 not yet. Girlfriend. Very long-term. 10 years. That was the ten other thing. Years. I wrote down, how old are they? And then they said, I've been seeing her for 10 years. What? <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So it's very confusing. They just kind of gloss over it because it's a funny concept. Like if nothing else, it's weird. But then you just get used to it because and, there's yeah. so many other weird things that happening. taps into the very essence of Muppetry, which uh, I've never been a real big fan of. Like I like certain things, certain elements of Henson in his world, but um, I'm more particularly drawn to Fraggle Rock. Oh, yeah. Uh, over any of this stuff. And yeah. even when I like the Muppets, Muppet Babies. Okay. My jam. See, we have talked about this a lot in yeah. our personal life. Yeah. I hate Muppet Babies. Muppet Babies. I think it? it's so stupid. The original. The, the original is dumb. On, it's so dumb. And our kid watches the new one. Mm-hmm. And like. Which is super cool. They're really For any parents cute. out there watching this. Um. Gosh, the textures on these characters alone is worth watching it for just to see how they just look fluffy. Absolutely. Like soft. Muppet Babies, the new one, mm-hmm. they they look the like they title. just feel amazing. And I like then, that. <laughs> like, we were talking about the puppet textures in this movie as well. And I never really noticed that. I, I'll just put this out there. I loved the Muppets when I was a little kid. It, it was big. It was musical. It was uh, funny. Uh, there was something there for like everybody, right? Which is great that you said that because I meant to ask, you know, why you're bringing this here and clearly you're a big fan. I had to pick from, because I'm not going to make you watch more than one Muppet movie. I won't do that to you because I care. But I chose this one specifically because I thought it would be the only one that you could possibly get into because I've seen all of them. Literally, I have seen all of them. I will call myself out. And I love them. I think they're great. It was a major part of my childhood. And I think that's something that I share with a lot of people, right? And I don't say thank God to say I don't ever want to watch another Muppet movie. It's just that would be tiring for this podcast. I don't think it's a good idea for the show at all. We don't need to do that. (laughs) We don't. But I went with the most modern one. Um, A little bit of background. Uh, My sister 
joined the military and she moved out of the house and she left me and I was really upset about that. But when she came back to visit after boot camp, we went to a theater and we saw this movie together. Oh. Yeah. And we're in quarantine, so I've been thinking a lot about how I can't go see my sister right now. Or movies. Or movies. <laughs> and I, I saw this at the marquee. So anyone who Whoa. doesn't live in the town Guys, that Ryan and I happen to reside some, in. Yeah, you wouldn't even know. The marquee is this rundown. You don't have to explain it. Just let, no. 19, no. no, I do, I do. No, because if you're that's, from here, you're from here, you get it, whatever. That's the magic of this movie, though. I'm watching this movie. Think uh -huh. about that. This yeah. movie in a rundown theater. But it's, in, in 2011, marquee was not that rundown. Oh, it was bad. It was not that bad. No, it nope. stank. It I was still gross. Went there. The movie was like $3. Yeah, uh, it, I think that was the beginning of the end. <laughs> it was definitely the beginning of when the end. When the floor started There to were no arcade sticky. games left. Like, it was just dead. I, I'm relatively sure Kate and wow, I were the Wow, maybe only I'm way there. off then because they pretty much always had those. Nope, nope, nope. Nothing was there. So I want to talk about things that you liked about this, because I just get the impression that you were very disinterested in this film. We're not going to walk through the movie at all? Oh, we can walk through a little bit. <laughs> we're just yeah. getting to the pros and no, cons no, right away. sure. Yeah, we can walk through. Let's what do it. What are you Let's doing? Do it. Um, they do this big opening number that just kind of explains how magical and wonderful their lives are. Um, and I am immediately bored with it. I hated it. This this was not a good intro to the movie. So my my lead in is the cute uh, human brother, puppet brother, Muppet brother, mm -hmm. uh, Walter. Right, names are irrelevant here. Um, <laughs> seriously, okay. <laughs> Who cares what these people? I have are a big soft spot for Muppets. Walter. I love Walter. Yeah, I love the who, guy who does the voice for Walter. Okay, you ready for this? Yeah. It is Peter Linz. L-I-N-Z, Peter Linz. And I didn't know who know he was until I looked it up. He is a puppeteer. He's been doing it for years. Got it. Um, he worked on Bear in the Big Blue House. Okay. Anybody from my generation grew up on that show and is so beautiful. Um, yeah, he's done a lot of puppeting stuff. He voices Ernie on Sesame Street. He's cool. okay. a major puppeteer, and he Got says it. this character is his favorite character that he has ever played. Neat. It's a big deal for him. Do we know he's if he sings excited. as well? He sings. Oh, he does cool. all cool. this stuff. I think right. he does everything but the whistling. He, oof. We'll get to that. <laughs> uh, okay. That, that is cool. That's a good draw. Uh, it's just interesting. One's a Muppet, one's not. Um then you get to this big old song, and it's everything I hate about Muppet movies and Sesame Street and Henson World in general. Just these kind of like really well-produced songs. I have nothing against this music other than my personal distaste for this. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's bad. It just puts me off. It's so Wonder Bread and cheesy. And I like Muppets for their tongue-in-cheek stuff. There are There's an item uh, or a part of... Um, a song oh i think it's the same song they pass a uh, old stoner guy just sitting around and he mm -hmm. says uh what is it something about life is full of highs like that's the yeah. the first line and they let this stoner guy say that right and i thought that was hilarious but um obviously it was so quick and i i believe it's meant to be there just like as a subtle a little nod, thing right, well they're going back and attention. forth with that a lot they're like full of highs full of lows you know they're doing this opposite back and forth yeah. thing and then one guy comes in and says 
um, life's a fillet of fish and they don't know what to do with that. So Jason Siegel and Walter just look at him and they say, yes, it is. And then they move on. I <laughs> well, like that little bit of humor. Is that the Mickey there. Rooney part? <laughs> I think it's no, 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 no. Mickey I think Rooney's it's in this right after Mickey Rooney. I got really bothered by that initially thinking, why is he in this? Why would he make a feature? Yeah, I, I don't know enough about the world um, and the people that have been involved to know if he's connected heavily. But then I started to realize slowly everybody is in this movie. That they are is just a totally throw a person in normal there. Muppet movie thing. Okay. Um, like in the... Well, Ses- yeah, Sesame Street has everybody it on it. It does the exact so, yeah. same thing. Right, right, right. In the 1979 film, they have a ton of actors from the era. Bob Hope is in it, for example. Right. In this one, they do the exact same thing. It's on brand, is what I'm saying. It's on Russell Brand? It's on brand. Mm. But talking about the dance number and all of that, that goes with the music. <laughs> Jason Siegel cannot tap dance. Jason Siegel cannot do a lot of things. <laughs> Cannot. So they're doing this big grand it's tap number the and they're acting like he's in tap shoes and he's just jumping about the street. I'm like, that's not that's he, not tap. These people behind him are putting in the work. It's kind of perfect that he's the human brother to a Muppet because he is a human Muppet, which does come up <laughs> in the song. He's very yeah. Muppety, like very clunky and, you know, he could be attached to strings or have a person's hand up his back. He's goofy. Yeah. 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 Um, he loves the Muppets. This is a passion project for him. He wrote this script. Oh, that's dope. I, yeah. yeah. I remember a lot of fuss about this before it came out. And I remember reading a lot about his intentions and um, everybody being excited for him to be involved. And uh, yeah, so I kind of knew all that. But for whatever reason, 2011, I am not watching kid anything oh i know i am growing the fuck up in 2011 (laughs) and doing a lot of man shit so uh no surprise i missed this one (laughs) you're doing a lot of man shit yeah grown man shit i'm sorry (laughs) there's a modifier there grown man man shit shit. okay Uh, which leads us to Uh uh-huh some grown man shit the 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 bad guy oh i thought you were gonna say amy adams fixing a car in the middle of a classroom Grown oh, man shit. I didn't know. I, you know, this her character is very bizarre to me. I am not an Amy Adams fan. Nor am I. Uh, I'm just not. I think she's a great person. I think she's wonderful. She seems very nice. I'm not crazy about her acting style. Who is she often mistaken for? Who's the one, the lady? Um, oh, uh, she's in more comedic roles than Amy Adams would be. Oh, I don't know. Um, I was thinking like Jessica Chastain or nah. um, are you talking about Bryce Dallas Howard? No, nope. not Bryce Dallas you Howard. You always bring up the Bryce um, and, and I Chastis. do. I do. Yep. Um, Rebel? Yes. Rebel. Rebel. Yeah. That's not a real name though. No, it's not. <laughs> but what is it? But that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, From Arrested Development. Uh, Ron the girl Howard's who plays daughter Rebel. On, yeah. Why yeah. oh, can't I think of her name? She's so great. Rebel Howard. Either way, we've wasted enough time on that too. Uh-huh. Uh, so we we get to a point where um, we find out they're going on a trip, which I initially thought was a honeymoon. Yeah. Uh, this they're... is Amy Adams and Seagull. Um, Seagull. Seagull. I swear to God, if you put um, Steven Seagull in this movie... <laughs> I'm honestly, with all the cameos, I'm surprised. There is he's enough not punching here. in it as it is. So right. You, I mean, if you need more punching, Steven's coming through. That's it's gonna be plastic. slower though. It's gonna be a little bit slower. <laughs> um. Yeah. So they're supposed to be going on like a ten year anniversary trip. 
Mm-hmm. I think it's really funny. I don't know how much How I Met Your Mother you have watched. How much How I Met Your Mother. How met <laughs> much I mother your, you are. I don't know. I'm impressed that I said that. I don't know how much of that show you have watched, but Barely this is any. pretty much just um, Lily and Marshall. They yeah. were in a relation. Uh, they oh, are two characters well, from the show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, they were in a relationship him, for ten years. Yeah, his character and his girlfriend on the show. Same. Yeah, he's got the same dynamic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's also a fabulous red-haired woman. I don't Wait, like who saying plays his girlfriend. Um, Allison Hanning. Hannah. Hannah? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Penn and Teller fool us. Shout out. Uh, yeah. That's, that's American not what Pie. I know her from. No, fuck that movie. <laughs> I mean, she was great in it all, but whatever. Sure, it was funny. Um, Yeah, it's literally the exact same characters, but they've been dating for 10 years. They're going on this anniversary trip. She thinks he's going to propose, but really it just seems like it's all for this brother. Well, everything seems to be above board. Everybody is in agreement that he's going to come along. The Muppet brother's going to be there. But we started to talk about this for a minute uh, because, all right, and I'm thinking honeymoon at this point. Uh-huh. This is how serious I was about how okay this was. Right. I was thinking it was a honeymoon and I'm and I look at you and I say on our honeymoon. Mm-hmm. It would I think I could get down with like your best friend or my best friend or one of our best friends flying to the location with us. Mm-hmm. Sure. But after that, splitsies, right? The the travel is fine, but you better have separate rooms. You better like go do your own thing. I while don't we're know doing that I'm thing. even okay with the travel, and that's fine too. Right? I understand that, and I respect okay. that. But I'm just trying to concede that I think there's an argument for it, especially in this situation where it's like, oh my god, this guy's a muppet, and you're going to tell him he can't come to <laughs> Muppet Land with us? No, no. So, I th- I thought you were going to say, oh my god, this guy's a muppet. He can't travel by himself, so we have to go together if he's ever going to go. Well, then they could have been had done that, right? I mean, this is where are they from? Somewhere in California, because they take a bus. Are you fucking kidding me? They take and they a have bus. never walked their ass because. You better believe if Australia was within walking distance, <laughs> I would have done it. Been to every single silver silver chair concert. Yes. I, yeah, I would have walked so many places. Yeah. Um, or at least driven. Yeah. Uh, sure. I'm driven across country for tons well, of Well, I mean, apparently you can just travel by map and that'll take you right to Australia. Uh, whatever that means. I don't even want to <laughs> fucking get into that. That That's part of the madness for me with Muppetry. Um, I like the cuteness. I like the lessons. The morality of it is fun. The playful nature. The the little subtle, is this adult humor? Is this not, you know? Right, um, right. Or is this mature humor? I shouldn't say adult. But because uh, nothing's blue, but everything... Is, or some things are ambiguous. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what what am I getting at here? They, Your they, friends they're are taking, coming. They're taking on a this ship. guy. I mean, no brainer. You have yeah. to take him. And Why I think now? It, it, you know, in a situation where, oh my god, uh, we're going to Universal Studio. Okay. And uh, Emily wants to come. She can't stay in our room, but yeah, we'll fly down there and we'll all meet up in the Hogwarts land and then you and I'll go do our own thing and she, you know, whatever. But you're not like going to mix up the date, um, the end result of like the We're not the going there with my best friend for our five-year anniversary. Right. Right. Not going to happen. But I'm just saying, like, if there's something like that's a draw for them there and mm-hmm. they want to fly on the same flight, I would not be mad about that. No. But that's as far as I would go. 
Yeah. Like, we got to cut it off, like, once we land, like... I still think it's weird to travel together on that day, but... I, I hear No, you. in my experience, the more travel companions you have, the better. Especially when they're fun and they're your friends. Really? Our flight to to Vegas was so fucking cool. I love flying by myself. Like, I, well, I it's, love- it's one or the other to me. It's like a lot of people or, right. or just by yourself. Okay. But by yourself sucks because you get next to some weird strangers sometimes. I had this Korean couple just fucking elbowing me to take pictures out of the window that I'm sitting next to. <laughs> Like elbowing my face, taking pictures, like just total disregard for me. And we're flying to um, California. (laughs) I mean, it was adorable though. It was like San Fran. We were flying to. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, I like flying by myself. I want to put my headphones in. If I'm on a plane, I am so like nerve wracked because it's a plane that I just want to put in my headphones and chill the fuck out and not talk to anybody. Yeah. No, we haven't. COVID. COVID, you have ruined everything. Well, I mean, we were together before COVID. <laughs> we were, but I mean, I was pregnant too, and I didn't want to fly while pregnant. It's a whole thing, guys. So let me bring this back to this whole punching thing. Yeah. With the Steven Seagal, because you might as well. There's so much punching in this movie, and I was very put off by that. They encourage, like, in, I, I guess not encourage so much, but it just seems so natural to punch in Three different situations. The Jack Black thing. Yeah. There's another song where people just start punching somebody. Like, it's just, it's odd. Oh, the Jack Black thing, they're punching over trigger words. So it's like, that's not really how trigger words work. Okay. Trigger words upset you, not to the point of... Oh, like you're the talking about at the, um, they're at a, this is a, later a rehab center. Yeah, yeah, this is later in the movie. Yeah. And Kristen Shaw is there. I loved yeah, that. Yeah. That was great. Well, um, again, just piling on. I think it's because it's anger management. Anchor That's, management? Yeah. They're there for anchor management? They're there for anchor management. Whale vagina? Ron Burgundy is there. Um, no, 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 no. They were there for anger management. I think that's why they start punching each other. So there it kind of makes sense, I guess. <laughs> uh, I just don't like things being simplified when children are watching because it makes them think that's how that works. Sure. I think those things should be treated with more sensitivity. Are you that's saying all. that violence should not be in kids' films? I'm saying that not in that form, <laughs> especially if it's like some sort of therapeutic group and now they're all punching each other. Right. It gives, it, yeah, it just gives it the wrong impression. I did like the idea or, that Animal was in therapy for anger management. Why? That was kind of funny. Why? Because he's an angry little animal. He? Yeah. He's an animal. Why are we denying? I have a I have a big problem with some of this stuff, Gail. Okay. <laughs> but before we get to all that, um, there is a scene after the setup of them traveling. We meet the bad guys. The poor Tex Richmond. Miss Porgy. Uh, <laughs> good good name. Oh oh. Tex yes. Richmond. Uh, he did the maniacal laugh scene. The oil tycoon. Yeah. Very good stuff. Yeah. Um, and apparently he owns the building now that they're going to visit. Mm-hmm. The whole purpose of the uh, Walt's trip. right? Walter, yeah. I'm going to call him Walt. Call him Walt. Yeah. Be his friend. Uh, so, and not only does he own it and he's proud of that, but he believes there's oil underneath it in Hollywood. In Hollywood. Yeah. Why? I don't know. Um, just a really weird twist on this, uh, to bring a Texas oil man into the mix to be evil. I am proud that they picked something appropriate to hate 
or to dislike? I felt like it was something for Jim Henson, you know, because he was such an environmentalist. Sure. He was uh, so against oil and... Um, yeah, it just seemed appropriate to me that that was the villain. Yeah. Because, I mean, what else could it have been? It had to be oil. I'm not a writer. I mean, not for this anyway, so I wouldn't even, <laughs> wouldn't even venture. But um, so soon after that, um, they... How do they find out that shit's going south? They overhear Walter it? is hiding in that room. Oh, that's right. He's Oh, because they let him in Kermit's room and that's where they have the meeting yeah. for whatever reason. In his um, office. So he overhears that and immediately freaks out. Yeah. They bump into Kermit. Well, no, they don't bump into Kermit. They go to his house. How do they know where he lives? Um, They were driving around <laughs> and then they found a house that had Kermit and Miss Piggy on the gate. And they were like, that's got to be it. So they're standing out there. And then Kermit shows up behind them. Wow. And I remember a, the silhouette of Kermit. Yeah. And a choir bus drives by. And it's like, oh, yeah. it, it was cute. I, I enjoy that tacky humor. I don't like how easy that was, though. I mean. They were driving around for a really long time, Ryan. Whatever. <laughs> They tell Kermit what's up. They decide, hey, we're going to try to get the band back together. So yeah. they drive. He said, have you seen our movies before? We drive. So that is what they do in the first Muppet movie. Inferred from what I just said. Cool. Uh, <laughs> so we um, go pick up every Muppet, right? Um, the only notes I have on that really uh, is when they get to um, Fozzie. Fozzie Bear's got a new band. Yeah. And it's all just black versions of everybody. Okay, so... Did you notice that? So, are the they're Muppets like, racist? They're like gray or black versions of... Are the Muppets racist? Because I thought they were like Italians. I wasn't sure what was... The Miss Piggy is like Miss real weird looking. Porgy. Porgy? And I don't mean that because of the skin color. I just mean like there's other stuff. Like it's a very twisted version of, is it a guy? Is it just a... No, I think she is supposed to be a boar and Miss Piggy a is boar. a pig. That's it. That's yeah. it. Because the color... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> but even um, the Kermit looks like a black Kermit. Yeah. Yeah. And Fozzie, uh, not real Fozzie, but fake Fozzie, it comes in and he like throws up gang signs and oh, stuff. Oh, that's later though. Oh my God. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, how do, how do I watch this movie without catching that? That was a tough scene, the, the bar scene. But, um, so we, yeah, we move on. We pick Highly up more characters. Gonzo, yeah. uh, Gonzo is just a man. Um, that scene's really cool. He <laughs> blows up his plumbing industry for the gang. I loved it all. That's I loved cool. every bit of the Gonzo <laughs> interactions. Cause he's great. We love Gonzo. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, they pick up Animal from that Jack Black, uh, well, Jack Black's one of the people being treated too, but he's got a problem with him immediately and he's very aggressive. The trigger word is drums. Yeah. And apparently it's a trigger word for not only animal, uh -huh. but for Jack Black as well. Yeah. And he's punching people left and right. It's weird. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought it was cool that Jack Black says no to drums, given his two man guitar band. Yeah. Oh that very, was cute. Very good. Yeah. Very happy about that. But that's uh that's not something everybody else would pick up on. So But you know what? They're not real fans. True. <laughs> True. Yeah. Inside jokes. Uh, Rolf. Rolf is probably my second favorite Muppet. That's the Gonzo. dog. Yeah. Rolf. Yeah. yeah Rolf okay. Rolf the plays dog. keys. I always 
was mystified by the fact that the puppeteer plays piano with Muppet hands. Like he's got gloves on. Yeah. And he's playing the piano. Well, he's not though. But it's coming from somewhere else. No, he's playing the piano, right? <laughs> We we failed to mention that Dave Grohl is a replacement oh, for yeah. Animal. Dude, I wrote that down. <laughs> Which is the greatest. I I lost my breath. I I wrote love it Dave down Grohl in my notes so and I said Ryan Audible Gasp. <laughs> it was so cool to see him, especially, you know, as the replacement for that Animal. That had to be such a cool gig for him. Fuck yeah. To just do that. No speaking parts from what I remember. Um just cheesing like he no. like he do. Uh in a real good way. Um, so yeah, that, that was fun. And then, uh, eventually they end up having to go to Paris. For Miss Piggy. Yeah. My least favorite character in the Muppets world. Okay, but we've also talked about The Devil Wears Prada. Sure. And how we like this movie. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. So Emily Blunt is playing basically the same role in I this I did not movie. put that together. Really? <laughs> oh, oh, that's fun. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't even think about that. No, it's like this. It's a fashion magazine. Well, I forget she's in that too, though. Yeah, she's kind she's of a so character. awful in that. And I like her. Oh, she's great in that. Yeah, she's, she's great in the movie, yeah. but yeah, her character's so awful. So I don't really, I don't associate her with that, right? Because uh, I, I like her a lot. Yeah, sure. There you go. Um, no, I thought that was kind of fun. They do throw in little things like Dave Girl is for the dads and me because I care. And then Emily Blunt is in there for the moms. And well, I mean, you, I think who, you who, who else could cameo, unless you got some other Muppet that looked fun, you know, a twist on the animal Muppet, um, you could like have, some of the others. But other, yeah. well, other than that, what drummer are you going to put in there that's recognizable and like a suitable um, replacement for animal? <laughs> uh, the guy from Rush. Exactly. That's not it. recognizable. Not That's what I'm saying. No. Like, amazing legendary drummer. And Dave but Grohl is just he recognizable? looks childlike. He, he doesn't look childlike. He looks child friendly. You know? He's a rocker. I mean, You're not getting the drummer like from Crit. From... He, he's like this, like, just perfect version of a rocker. Sure. Uh, he just suits the stereotype without being offensive, which I don't find it offensive. I don't know why I'm even saying any of this anymore. Uh, I, I'm done. <laughs> At, he's got this very stereotypical rocker look. It's Dave Grohl. We're good. Okay. But he's also on. Dave Grohl. He's the man. Right. Totally. Yeah. yeah so during all that, uh, the trip to Paris, um, we never do this. We never watch these movies with our child uh, around, but we figured it's Muppets and she's three and a half. And uh, is she three? No, she's not even three and a half yet. She's close. She, yeah, she's very um, close. But it's like, yeah, all right, we'll, we'll put it on. Uh, see if she'll sit down and watch a whole movie. Of course she didn't. Uh, but during this time, <laughs> one of the things she was saying was, she's watching us write our notes, take notes while we're mm -hmm. watching. And she mm -hmm. says, how's your mommy note doing? <laughs> <laughs> then she comes over to me, how's your daddy note doing? Except she had messed it up initially. She was like, how, how's your daddy note today or something? And then she goes, oh, no, how's your daddy note doing? I love when she does that. She'll correct herself. Oh, no, it's this. Yeah. Very cute. Um, she did get really excited when Miss Piggy came on. And she got very excited when she saw Animal 2. That yeah. was kind of beautiful. There were several songs that she really took to. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like, any time a song came on, she was up for it. The... Uh... Miss Piggy scene 
they are like instantly drawn to each other. And then of course she gets sassy and, and rejects him because she's independent and all that. But um, that's how I feel after we have an argument. I see you and then I'm like, oh my God, it's you. I got to tell you about my day. And then I'm like, oh shit, I'm mad at you. Huh? I feel this way sometimes. <laughs> what? I do. I, I Follow feel this way. <laughs> Take me back through that again. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll have like, we'll have an argument or something about something and... And we'll go do our separate things and, and calm down or whatever. And then I see you and I'm like, oh, man, I got to tell you about like this meme that I saw that was really funny. And then I remember oh, that we're mad at each other. And got I'm like, it. fuck, got I got to go back to being mad. I got it. Well, just get over that and tell me about the thing. <laughs> All right. So the problem I have, though, is yeah. the end of that. She's mad because he doesn't need her. Yeah. She's and a diva. It is healthy. Mm-hmm. To not need somebody. It's actually a better quality of relationship when you want that person so much that you will be with them for the rest of your life. Not that you need them in your life. Right. That is a sign of dependency. And this is partially why I've never liked her character. I think it, I, I understand where you're coming from, first and foremost, And I agree with the perspective that you have. However, I took it more as like a he never asks for help when he really definitely should. So he works himself. Which fits within the theme of the film. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He works really, really hard. And I guess she was not down with that. I kind of took it as like a parallel to Jason Siegel's situation where Jason Siegel's uh, character is putting in all this work and he totally forgets about the anniversary and his girlfriend and doesn't ask for help. He's just like doing it. He's working too hard. But he was asking for help. I mean, Kermit was literally asking her for help. Oh, to like go and do the thing. Yeah. And she was like, so no, is she just saying late. you need to admit that you need me for this? Yeah. I oh, think that's, that's it. fucking even I think worse, that's it. man. Kind of. Yeah. Oh, I hate her so much. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't hate her. She just sucks. I don't know that you're supposed to like her. It, it seems like ever. people like her. Nora seems to. I don't yeah. laugh at her. Like, I don't find anything amusing or Having watched every episode of the new Muppet Babies show with Nora. I can say that Miss Piggy is the least likable character in that preschool. Has always been the least likable And that's just how she's supposed to be. Like, that's how the character is written. Fine, cool, let's get past. All right. I mean, she's a full-on Karen. Let's move on. (laughs) So, (laughs) they don't get... She's not a Karen. She's a Felicia. She's like... (laughs) <laughs> she's OG Karen. But no, I don't want to talk about Miss Piggy anymore. Even though I could, I could just complain about Miss Piggy all day. No need. Um, no need. Which, what does that say about me? Uh, <laughs> so the, uh, they move on and they try to go sell this show to the network and they can't sell the show. And they mm-hmm. finally end up with Rashida Jones and, um, she's going to put on Benson instead. <laughs> no, Danny Glover comes in and he says, uh, teacher punch or punch teacher has been canceled. Oh shit, that's right. There's a whole show about punching your teacher. Yeah. There's so much punching in this movie. Yeah. Why? I don't know. <laughs> and don't punching know. your teacher is awful. I yes. I mean, I get it. They're trying to appeal to kids who just want to like right say fuck school, but 
don't punch your teachers, kids. Don't don't do it. If you're listening to this podcast, that's pretty fucking cool. Uh, don't say fuck at school, and also don't punch your fucking teachers. <laughs> like what the fuck? It's not funny. The the right. game show is a dumb idea. I don't understand. It encourages why... terrible behavior. This is part of my problem with this. Right. I don't understand why Amy Adams was cool with that. Like her character. Right. She is a teacher. It's weird. Right. Um. <laughs> No, Donald Glover busts in and then says, you know, there's a time slot open and the Muppets take it. And that's how we get to... They were going to put on a Benson rerun and you asked me who Benson was. I don't know. Who Benson is Benson was a show where Benson, um, I believe he was the butler. Um, the only butler show I watch is Little Butler from Steven Universe. Little Butler. Little Butler. What about um, Mr. Belvedere? I don't know what that is. Mr. Belvedere! <laughs> No, I don't know. All right, guys, look out for our companion podcast (laughs) sometime in the future where we watch shows, TV shows together. Yeah, yeah. Uh, That's that's fucking going on there. (laughs) I I don't know if we'll do Benson, but Mr. Belvedere for sure. So, yeah, there there's some scene where they told you they'd be back. It was the Miss Piggy scene. They're trying to sell the show. That's right. Oh, my God. Did you get like Trump vibes? From that? From which part? Okay, so... There was something... Yeah, there's something in this that I did get Trump from. So, Miss Poogie. Porgie. That's her name? Poogie? I think it's Poogie. It's not Miss Piggy. It's Miss Poogie. Interesting. I think. Um, She's like, you can't fire me. Yeah. I'm here to stay and all of that shit. And then she's like, I'll be back. And I was like, oh, God. This sounds exactly like the speech Trump just gave as he is like saying goodbye okay. to the universe and uh, saying goodbye <laughs> to the universe. He's leaving the White House. With that said, we will never speak the name again. And goodbye never, to the universe. Never, ever, ever again. Yeah. No, I just got mad that guy vibes. And um, yeah, it was a little menacing, a little scary. Some foreshadowing. Yeah, they, she comes back later, you know, when they're doing their thing and they're talking about who they're going to replace and all that. Yeah, yeah. She, yeah, she sucks. Actually, yeah. I still feel like it's some uh dude in drag. Like the there's something about it that doesn't that seems like there's everything is false about the character, you know what I mean? Sure, yeah, but everything about the character says angry Italian woman in New Jersey, and okay. I think that's kind of racist. Yeah. Man, that's the other part of this is it's like hard to read sometimes what they're going for character-wise. We were talking a little bit while we were watching the movie about, I think he's a flea. I think he's like... The guy that speaks Spanish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the only um, Muppet that speaks Spanish, really. Yes. Yeah. Um, And he is a bug. He, yeah, he's some kind of... You referred to him as a pest. Yeah. And he is the only Spanish. Well, I don't find him. I, I think he's an adorable character. character. I, I think it's a cool little character, but it is shitty that it's a bug. It's some kind of insect right. that they chose for right. this when there's no other Spanish speaking characters. No, it's kind of weird. And yeah. it really makes me wonder what's up. Well, they start on this mission, and Walt is always worried about, you know, who's a Muppet, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and he is a Muppet. We have a whole song about it. And we get to the song. <laughs> and so everything's kind of falling apart. And Jason Siegel is 
torn because Amy Adams leaves because he falls short on the dinner he plans. forgot about the date. Yeah. And you pointed this out. Uh-huh. All she wanted was dinner. Yeah. I'm thinking, hey, man, no, that you. this is where the whole conversation about like, what? how would we do this? Could we do this? It's like, no, you'd have to separate once you got there. Yes. But she just wants a nice dinner on their actual anniversary night. That's not too much this to ask for. slips up. They're trying to produce the right. show and he doesn't even need to be this involved. I'm not sure why Jason Segal's character is not. Um, no, it seems like it's more Walter's dream than it's his. Like way, way more. Well, I, I, no, 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 that's not fair. They both grew up. I mean, every scene we saw, it was both of them watching the show. But Walter so they're both big fans. is a Muppet. Exactly. He is a Muppet. He's part of the show. Uh, did he did Jason do anything? No, I in mean the show. He, he worked, but he didn't do anything in the right. show. Right, so no. he wasn't imperative to the production. And I know he's trying to help out, but fuck, you couldn't do the one thing you were there to do. Ultimately, right? Seriously, so fuck him. Like this, he sucks. Um, they, he, but he sings a song about whether he's a muppet or a man. You're a man, and you are a muppet of a mm-hmm. man. And then the brother Walt sings. I'm a very manly Muppet. I'm a very manly Muppet. Uh-huh. Which he's not. With Jim Parsons. He doesn't need to be a manly Muppet. He's mm-hmm. just a Muppet. Why does he need to be manly? I don't know. His gender is male. We okay. We are to assume cool. here. Cool. Um, yeah, I guess I now know. we have to quantify what that is. Like, I'm going to assume that Jason Siegel assisted with writing this song, given that he is a writer on this and he's a muppet and of a man. he is a muppet of a man mm-hmm. and i think he's working through some shit on a kid's movie and i'm cool with it like i'm fine it's funny it's a it's perfect song of all the songs in this movie it's i was least one. tired of this one i felt like this was very appropriate um did it explain anything no it just no. expressed stuff right yeah um pretty obvious things uh they're both sort of torn one has an obligation and i guess that's the manness of it right um that's why he's torn and then the other one is like no i'm a muppet i have to give into this yeah yeah which you've been a muppet your entire life sir (laughs) so how did you not know and we don't see any other muppets on his baseball team or anything like that so we're like (laughs) this is where you belong (laughs) and i don't mean that i don't mean that in a um maniacal sort of Hitler type way. You belong with your kind. No, that's not what I'm trying to say. No, it's just, he is clearly capable of joining this group. Right. You know what I mean? And he would love to. So it's no brainer. It's not like anybody's trying to force him there. He would like to be there. And it's like, no, believe that you are already there. Well, right. That's when we have this really beautiful line that like, um, when you grow up or growing up is when you become who you want to be. Is that what I'm missing right now? Is this whole thing is about like the things you grow up idolizing and you could actually do those things? I think, yeah. Holy shit. I think that's what we're supposed to see here. How is that just now occurring to me that he's a it's a representation? He's not actually a Muppet. It's a representation that he is capable of doing these things that he idolizes and he dreams about being able to do. Yeah, of course. He is the kid watching this movie. I feel like an idiot now. No, I mean, it's okay. It's subtle, but in there. Um, And it's such a small line. 
like it's hard to pick out. And I don't know that it impacted me as much my first time watching it as it has now. That's an interesting part of us doing this show because we don't necessarily have to watch a movie again because we're talking about it so thoroughly sometimes. Yeah, I mean, I I would watch this movie again, but we'll get to that whole thing. Um, And Norris, (laughs) our kids seem to really, really enjoy it. Well, let's try to wrap this up a little bit. Um, They ultimately get to put the show on um, through a bunch of convoluted methods. But uh, yeah, there's a moment in the show where Miss Piggy flies at Jack Black's face. Oh, that's part of it. They have to kidnap Jack Black because they need a star for the show. Right. That's how, yeah. But um, there's a part of the show that they perform where she flies at his face. No, that is when they are capturing him. That's part of the capture. Uh Uh-huh. They go to kidnap him and Miss Piggy flies. Crotch first at Jack Black's face. I was going to go, yeah. I wasn't going to put it that way, but yes. What, you were going to say bacon first? I was going to say her pork and beans. Why would there be beans? Where do the beans come from? Her niblets and giblets first. All right, that's our first piece of merch. Picture of Miss Piggy that says, where's the beans? Where do the beans come from? (laughs) Ryan, it's the bean. Pork and bean first. Um, There's a guy that's part of the production, I think, named Lou. He looked like Ronald McDonald and Grimace had a baby. That's what this. I know which one you're talking yeah. about. Okay, and he seemed really yeah. cool, but uh, absolutely, yeah. The band seems really cool. I needed more band yeah. in this. They start movie. doing the show, and mm-hmm. it's a telethon. They have celebrities galore in the telethon. Oh yeah, what the fuck? Uh NPH <laughs> shows up. There's tons of celebrities there, but they needed one for the host. Well, no, so they don't show up until this is already going, and you hear Neil Patrick Harris on the phone, and he's talking to a donor, and he's saying, "Yeah, I don't know why I'm not hosting this." Yeah, it's because they didn't know that it was going to be a big thing. Yeah, and I- everybody else said no. At that and Kermit, when he's making these phone calls, he's calling like Jimmy Carter. <laughs> <laughs> like what? His Rolodex is is old school. I didn't pick up on that. <laughs> yeah, Kermit just doesn't know the new people. He didn't know to call NPH and uh, no, he did not. Or Selena Gomez. <laughs> the show ends uh, with Walt performing finally. Yeah. Very nice, you know, touching conversation between him and his brother before he goes on. Um, really, you know. Uh, good way to bring it all together uh-huh. he gets out there and the motherfucker whistles guess what i don't like <laughs> one of my biggest pet peeves in the world is people whistling oh no yeah really big time oh Do my god not care for it he he kills it don't get me wrong yeah he is crushing it he does things that you couldn't possibly even do as a whistler but um yeah i, I that was unfortunate man because i wanted to like what he did uh Years after watching this, I dated a girl who was an amazing whistler, and it always made me think of this movie. Well, you know, I can't be that mad at people that are really good at it. Uh Uh-huh. But so many people... You know what? I don't know that I know that many people that do that frequently anymore, but um, I had people in my world that that would whistle, and they weren't necessarily great at it. And it's like, you really should stop. Wow, there was um, one a, of the parents who worked in the theater department artist. when I was um, doing theater in high school. 
Um, and he was a fantastic whistler. I like good whistling. Good whistling is okay, but yeah. I, it's still, it's not my it's favorite. It's like harmonica playing. If it's not fantastic, don't do it. Hmm. Like it has to be really, really, really but fucking But at least good. the harmonica, as long as you have it in the right key, like the right key of harmonica, like you're not going to fuck anything up that much. A whistle, you can get real wrong. Yeah, I can't really whistle in tune. I can whistle. It's just very erratic. Can you whistle like Heidi? Heidi in closet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So then they sing the same song again about needing or, you know, life is better when somebody else is singing with you. That's not necessarily a great message, guys. Introverted people don't need to be shamed for living life by themselves. That's not okay. Shout out to the asexuals listening in. You don't need anybody if you don't want anybody. I I don't mind the song that much, but there needs Mm -hmm. to be a bridge explaining that solos are cool too. Oh, yeah. Like, it's cool that Walter is going off and doing his own thing away from his brother now. That's cool. He's in a new group, so I guess that fits into the group thing. But, you know, he's doing his own thing, and that should be celebrated. I'm not saying that we shouldn't have other people in our lives, but it's okay if you don't. You don't want to make people feel worse for being lonely. No. (laughs) You know what I mean? Or not even lonely, but like content. Alone. Or or just alone. alone. I mean, maybe you were forced into being alone and you're watching this like, fuck me. I don't even have a choice. Yeah. Even if I wanted somebody in my life. So, you know, a little bit. uh, I I know I'm being a a bit nitpicky with that one, but um, also for the introverts out there, I'm just showing love. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. So that's the movie, really. Yeah. Um, What a movie. Um, (laughs) Ryan. Do you have anything that you really, really like out of this movie? 80s Robot. What? Fuck you! <laughs> Fuck you! 80s Robot is the best part of this whole entire movie. You can't have that. Yes, no. I can. Oh my God, 80s Robot so is ill. He looked way bigger in the car than <laughs> he looked initially. <laughs> you see him behind Kermit and he looks like real tiny like he's the yeah. Nintendo robot. Uh, yeah. Whatever that shit was called. But <laughs> then he's in the car and he's a full grown man driving a car basically. Yeah. But he's still great. He is. 80s robot's the best. God damn it. Mm-hmm. I intentionally skipped over that when we were talking about I have show. a billion things I wrote in my <laughs> in my favorite things. But uh, yeah, sure. yeah. I mean, they had Zach, Zach Galifianakis in it. You know, stuff like that's oh, cool. But ultimately, like, uh, yeah, ultimately my favorite thing that's pure about this movie not mm-hmm. just like a cameo because like you dave grohl you know there's all kinds of stuff like that but um fuck yeah 80s robot god cool damn it i'm so hell. mad um <laughs> you had to convince me that that was zach galifianakis i did yeah did not believe it he is great yeah. oh there was a poster uh, a vogue cover with a lady in a style dress that was pretty cool too oh cool yeah okay well that was kind of random, but all right. Well, those are my favorite things. Good dig. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, least favorite. Just pick one. Just just one. Keeping in mind that I like this movie and I really enjoy these characters. The weakest songs, the Wonder Bready, you know, white, just not interesting to me songs. I hear you. Yeah. That's very reasonable. Just like milk toast. Middle of the road. What is no, milk toast? You. you say this all the time. What is milk toast? It's not a get into it. It's soft. Okay. <laughs> is it? <laughs> is what it is toast covered in milk? Because like, <laughs> damn, that is pretty bad. 
Kaylee? Yeah. What was your favorite thing about this movie that you brought to me? <laughs> well. All right, everybody, I'm happy for you. I'm going to let you finish. But this video is the greatest of all time. The greatest of all time. Shrug. Alrighty, Risky. That was Def Leppard with Pour Some Sugar on Me. Eighty-seven radio hose. I sure did. Alrighty, Risky. Yeah, I'm taking it back to the old school because I'm an old <laughs> fool who's so cool. Um, oh my yeah, god, yeah, dude. That is one of the very first albums I purchased. I think I got licensed to Ill by really? Beastie Boys, and then I remember going to some random, like a Kmart or something, and I got this, and it might have been Poison. Okay. Um, uh, I, I think it was self-titled back then, but either way, I wasn't really into rock and roll music. I wasn't really into yeah. anything in particular at that time. Okay. But I remember being heavily into hip hop almost immediately uh, after this era of music. Like I, I listened huh. to some of this. I had a Poison shirt. I listened to Def Leppard, but I also had my license to ill, and I had. Um, God, I don't know what other albums. Those are the only three albums I can remember having around the age of like uh, six, seven years old. Wow. Okay. No, I would have been like seven or eight. God, your childhood sounds so cool. You want to know what records I had at six or seven? Yeah. Christian albums. (laughs) Like all all Christian music. All of it. I'm pretty sure Def Leppard is Christian. Really? Um, they are Christians. Don't you see the well, chains with the crosses God. on them? Um, yeah. And the, no, 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 no. I mean, I spin kicks. I had a strong religious upbringing. The only albums that I had at that point were like um, Veggie Tales. Shout out to Veggie Tales. Oh, jeez, that is. <laughs> I'm serious. I am so sorry. Like, I, I am remember working. Shocked that you at, had this at like six or seven. I remember working at GameStop and people would trade in movies, and uh-huh. uh, they would try to trade in Veggie Tales, and I could not oh, believe fuck. it was actually in the fucking system to trade in. What the fuck? Why would it? I would look. In, I would just marvel oh at the cover and say, I would never watch this, but wow, right. this is wild. Right. Christian vegetables. Yeah. Moving on. Um, <laughs> Def Leppard, super cool. Def Leppard. All, all the jumping, all the guitar playing. Okay, so I got to rag on this music video, though, because it is not a music video. It, it is full on a music video. It full on looks like the trailer for an upcoming tour. It doesn't kind look of. Actually, like a music yeah. video. A lot of music videos were just performance edits, though. What the fuck? Yeah. Like, Back it's in the day, terrible. that was a thing. That was a thing. Yeah, because, okay, so, but it's not just a music video. When you really, if you're there uh-huh. watching this as a child, uh-huh. the drummer only has one arm. <laughs> oh, my God. Can we lay off this guy, please? Like, he... It's cool as shit! He's a great drummer. He's got the coolest drum kit, and he's fucking killing it! Oh, I I don't like it. It's inspiring. But yeah. I thought it was cool that this man had one arm, and he was crushing... Like, this is a big, big song. Yeah, he's amazing. you know, as a child, this is kind of cool to see this difference, but also this 
overcoming the obstacle. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's it's a neat element. Yeah, totally. Um, what else? The, uh, I guess there's some pyro. It, the album is Pyromania, I believe. And there's okay. not enough pyro in the video. No, 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 no. It's actually a pretty boring video. Very. Yeah. And that's why I'm shocked that... This inspired this me to picked. buy the fucking record, Kaylee. Really? I mean, come on. This, really? That, that's why I bring this to the table. Amazing, because it's a trailer. <laughs> for what the, It was the trailer for the album. For the album. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not a music video. You see the guy's playing songs. Um, it sounds great. It's big and loud. It does, yeah. It's got cool riffs and shit. That's a cool song. And it's not that, like, fucking hair metal shit that was also happening that I was... N- I mean, and I, I say this knowing that I just told you I bought Poison's album. Yeah. But it wasn't... For me, I was into Poison, like, real hard and then backed away. I got kicked out of school for wearing a Poison shirt that had, like, a lady's leg in stockings on Aww. it. Um uh, yeah, that was yeah. I got reprimanded for that. I think yeah. they made me turn it inside out and stuff. But whatever. So I'm sorry, that's was not into terrible. them for very long because this is eighty seven ish. Eighty eight comes through, and mm-hmm. that's when all of the great hip hop starts to come out. Eighty eight, yes. eighty nine. Okay, all of the stuff that like ultimately is the core of my musical influence. I mean, Beastie Boys starts that, though. And, and all the 80s hip-hop, Cool Modi. I mean, I'm almost played fucking Wild Wild West for you. I'm just trying to come up with, you know, in the timeline, things that are inspiring me. Right, And this right. is kind of a curveball. Like, this is... Um, well, this was kind of funny. Um, it's difficult for us to pick music videos for each other because we both are heavily involved in right. music. Right, I did not pick this in, uh, yeah, initially. Initially, no. What, what was the... It was Beastie Boys. Yeah. No, what song was it? Oh, No Sleep Till. Oh, there you go. Okay, yeah. Um, Beastie Boys was also a big part of my childhood. Somehow that squeezed in. I wouldn't imagine that you've seen all of their videos, though. No, 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 no. But that is definitely one that I have seen. And I, you know, I, I would think anything on like Licensed Ill, I have seen. hard for me to argue anything other than that, because that's probably the first video that I saw of theirs. Mm. Um, I mean, I'm pretty confident that is. So what I mean, I don't know what else I would bring to you. Mm. Especially, yeah, like you said, not. Off I haven't album. seen any. Like, if any of their really, really early, more punk stuff has a music video, definitely haven't seen. I that. would imagine you may not have seen stuff from Check Your Head, though. No, probably not. No. So what you want video? Nope. Ooh. Oh no, no, have not. Okay. There you go. We might, yeah, we might look into that. Um, um, I mean, there were things that I did like about this music video. Yeah. I enjoyed the hair. Cool. I love 80s Which hair. hair? Uh, dude, all... Because the lead singer has very different hair than the all guitar hair. players. All hair. All hair is great. Um, I love 80s hair. I like that the mullet is coming back. Like, come at me for it, but I like a mullet. I really, really do. I think Miley looks fucking killer with it it's amazing when your mom when your mom shows me pictures of her perm it makes me so happy oh good lord like it's just so cool sorry ma i don't miss my mom's perm but i like like, my mom's look now actually i think it's my that she's been rocking a similar look for shit a decade or more yeah she's got that like she looks great blown out look it's cute yeah yeah yeah, don't miss those eighties. God, do I need to get a perm at some point? Is that like a mom rite of passage? No. <laughs> do do what you gotta do. Do you, girl. Okay. What was your least favorite thing about the video? How boring it was. How boring it was. No, um, I just didn't like how pieced together it was. It was like a poorly sewn garment. Yeah. 
early videos, not not great. Sometimes yeah. they are just glorified uh, concert footage um, or sloppy concert footage. In this case, I have to agree with you there. It's not it's not always the smoothest thing to watch. No, but there was a lot of talent in there, and that was cool. I guess. All that talent. Yeah, it's not like I'm going to go see them live. So you couldn't. I just saw them live. COVID, cool. baby. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess Thank my you. favorite thing about this yeah. video is uh, when they say the down to my feet part and all the guys are pointing at their feet. <laughs> it's like several cuts. I thought that was so late. <laughs> I thought it was so lame. Oh, I my know. God. <laughs> it makes me laugh. So was, I love it. It was like when our kid sings Head, Shoulders, Knees, and Toes. Very oh, cute man. when she does it. Very weird when a full-grown man does it. Or when she counts to 10 real fast. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. It's better when she does the inflection <laughs> on that shit. All right. Uh, yeah, my least favorite thing about this video. Least favorite thing about this video. There, it's not really a video. I mean, I have to agree with you. I, I wish there was more like... Thank you. Stuff like I wish the the performance footage was interstitial to some other story, some other stuff going on. Even if it was uh, eye candy, I don't really care. You could two thousand one space space odyssey in between that shit, and I'd be happier. Right? Um, Are they supposed to be the sex appeal, like in a music video? You wouldn't fuck all those guys. I would not. <laughs> I would. I would no, not. No. Um. <laughs> no. Their hair, yes. Them, it's the 80s, no. man. It's it's 1987. I'm sure plenty of people wanted to jump their bones. That low-cut tank top was not doing it for no. me. It's, there's not a lot of good looks going on here. Uh, the drummer, I mean, he's got this like weird-ass... He looks kind of like a referee, I think. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah. It's pretty odd. Yeah, no. Um, thank you, though. This was fun. Yeah, more of just... Um, for information, I, I really didn't think you'd like it that much. I apologize. You know, it's I hard really to do that. didn't think you would like the movie that we watched tonight. Hell. So I also apologize. That's cool. This is the point of the podcast. I now know that this was one of the first albums you ever got, and it's in there because you made me watch the music video. What's well, in there? <laughs> Cool. Stuck. Well, Stuck thanks. in my head. <laughs> thanks for putting up with it. Uh, but please, pour some sugar on me. <laughs> no. Damn it. <laughs> Drug. So, my favorite thing. You ready? Yeah. The fucking robot. The fucking robot. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, I love robot. him. He comes out with the tab and he says, new Coke. Yeah. It was cute. And then as he's like uh, rolling away from Kermit and the gang, he's... He's like, bummer, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he says, gag me with a spoon. Yeah. Loved it. Bunch of 80s other 80s robot. Things. I mean, give me more, please. It was my favorite part of the movie when I saw it the first time in the theaters. And it's my favorite part now. And yeah. it was really cool to see our kid freak out about the robot yeah. while she was watching it. 80s robot, come back. Yeah, man. She also really liked it. And I really liked it. It was cool. Really, um, I did. I love when he does the dial-up thing when they're in the car. What do you mean? He's trying to locate all the other Muppets. And he's oh, like, right, right, right. let me check in with my modem. <laughs> Big dial-up tone. Yeah. Very fun. He's 80s. Well, 
We didn't really have the internet in the 80s, though. No, but that's the reaction that I had when I tried to use the fax machine at the office for the oh, first time. Oh, maybe it's a fax thing. It, oh, there you go. Maybe it's a fax thing. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember. No, the fax machine made the dial-up noise, and I, I lost my shit. <laughs> it was very scary. Yeah. Um, yeah, if I had to pick a least favorite thing. Yeah. We are so alike. I'm going to go with the socks. Yeah, not all of them are winners. Oh, the one where it's Miss Piggy and Amy Adams specifically is so bad. (laughs) And I hate it when they're like, going to have a them day. She's like, I'm having a me day. Having a me day. Yeah, she's singing about it. Um, She's at the diner with Sarah Silverman. Not with Sarah Silverman. No, no. But Sarah Silverman is working there. And Amy Adams is alone, as the song suggests. Right. Um, I hated it. I didn't know the point. And then like not even five minutes after that, um, the bad guy texts businessman, texts Richmond, has a rap. Oh. Yeah. Oh, 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 that was actually in my least favorite things, actually. Yeah. I don't think Chris Cooper ever needs to rap. I just, I'm not for it. It is so fucking bad. I, I can't, you know, I hesitate to repeat any lines. I didn't write any down in the moment because they were so distasteful. I didn't feel that they, you know, should be repeated. And it was utterly jarring. Like it just yeah. happens. And it's, uh, fortunately it's short. Very. But that almost makes it weirder. Like why did they even bother with that? I don't know. It's very strange. I don't know. And it feels like very last minute. Um, and it happens so close to the other song. I hate when musicals do this. And I am a huge musical fan Part of the reason why I picked this movie was also because I have a number of musicals on my list. Okay. And I thought that this was like a soft open to a musical. Because I know you don't watch a lot of musicals. You're not into it. And that's fine. That's cool and everything. But part of us like experiencing um, each other's favorite films is... You know, watching some stuff that we normally don't watch. And I'm looking at my list and I see High School Musical and Fiddler on the Roof. And I'm like, fuck, we cannot jump into this yet. (laughs) Yeah, please do. But I mean, on the bright side, like what other podcast gives you a sentence that contains High School Musical and Fiddler on the Roof? We're killing the podcast game. That's all. Yeah. Keeping you on your toes. Oh, we've got the movie playing in the background and here's the rap. Oh, my God. So fucking weird. Let me see if there's a line that's worth no. No, and it's no, done. It's done. Oh, it's immediately oh, so that, done. That's one thing. Did did we talk about whether or not Nick Offerman was the big bear? No, Nick Offerman is not oh, the big bear. Sounds like him. No. Uh, also, it's one the, of the other guy. I don't know what if he's supposed to be some kind of animal, but he's got he's the wispy a dragon. Oh, he's a dragon. Uh huh. Oh, he's so much good. See, this is what I'm talking about. Yeah. I love all of these kind of. Um, just side characters. He's so cool. That's one of my favorite Muppets right there. The wispy dragon uh, whiskers and stuff he's got. You know, I never really noticed this before, but you seem like more of a, a tactile person. I never really noticed the fabric that they're made out of. 
Oh, really? Yeah. And I mean, it made me look at the wispy parts on the dragon and how it looks more alive because those wispy bits move around a lot. Yes. And animal is literally made of all of that. Yeah. Right? I never thought about how much of that he had on him before. And it's like, it's his whole head. Mm -hmm. And he looks more alive and more rambunctious because it's constantly moving. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, it, it just... You gave me a new respect for something that I already liked um, and grew up with. So thank you for that experience. You are welcome. Yeah. There you go, man. Favorite and least favorite. Yep. I like that we picked literally the same thing. It's it, That is very interesting that we have a very similar impression of this um, while not necessarily having the same light, you know, love for it. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. That should be what America is right there. <laughs> waka waka. Waka oh yeah, didn't you say like have a waka curse or something? Yeah, um the bad fuzzy bear. Oh he right, says right. what the waka? What the waka. Oh I love that. That's such a minor thing and I, I yeah. can't believe I missed it. Before. See I'm he- yeah, I'm here for all that. All that like the little bits. The little stuff, yeah. Yeah. Little thanks. I'm here for the band. Um, yes. I love any of the bits with the electric mayhem, and I so wish there was more of that in there. Like Janice is the best. Um, she's she's the girl muppet with long blonde hair. Everybody yeah, knows. You know. She's the weird one. We know, and we like it. They're um, all weird, I guess. Yeah, they're meant to be, but they're cool. Um, but I find Rolf is lovable. Animals lovable. Yeah, we Fozzie's didn't have enough lovable. of the minor characters. You know. I'll take it all back. Okay, that's the thing that I was not in favor of. It's my least favorite thing. What's that? More side characters, god damn it. Okay. Give me more electric mayhem. Give me more uh Rolf. Give me more of the giant chasing after the car. This is why I like Muppet Babies. Like all of the characters I like are there for the most part. Um they're featured well. But uh, yeah, it still doesn't have the really cool characters. Um, it's got the two old guys. Yeah. It, does it? Yes, it does. For real? Yeah. Muppet Babies? Muppet Babies has the two old guys. Oh, They're shit. like neighbors or something to the preschool. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, but it wouldn't have, you know, like the dragon guy or, you know, guys like that. No. Or Lou. Lee um would not. They may pop up here and there, but just not enough. No, definitely not. Um. So they we, need to get Gonger in this. <laughs> Gonger should be like... Gonger is a Sesame Street character. Fuck, it doesn't matter. They can cross. Okay, anybody who doesn't know Gonger, like, go watch some Sesame Street with Cookie Monster and Gonger. They have a food truck. It's adorable. Yeah, he could be like their personal chef or something. It'd be oh dope. Oh, my God. Our kid will make pretend food, and then she'll come up to me, and she'll be like, is He's ready. ready. It's very cute. Yeah. Um, speaking of our child... We have one. Do not speak of our child. We do. We have one child. Um, and at some point, I'd like to watch this with her when she'd actually like sit down and watch it and enjoy Plenty it. Plenty of time for that. Right. Will you... Think be... about how many years we have left before cool Jesus movies Christ. are appropriate for her. Ryan, I can't. You know what I mean? We I still have at least like today. six years yeah. before she could watch anything that's super cool. I remember going to a movie theater when I was three. I went and saw Hercules. And, um, yeah, I, I don't remember much of it. Yeah. 
I don't remember sitting through it, that's for sure. I was watching Terminator, Predator, when all that stuff came out, man. I was like, I didn't watch any of that stuff until high school, and now I love it. (laughs) Yeah, and I remember every bit of it. It was fucking cool. God damn it. It took forever. Um, Yeah, but we'll watch this again, and I want to know if you will join us. Not if they're doing the show. The show at the end. Oh my god! They do that's so many so bad songs. Well, they do good songs poorly or bad songs poorly. Um, In my mind, the show is the best part of the whole thing. At the end, allow me to explain. Okay. So the Muppet Show, the original show, Gia, is this cool, like very, very simple set or whatever, and you don't really get into it. But when we're watching this movie, you get to see like different angles of this set. Mm -hmm. And I remember watching this in the theater and freaking out about that. Like, that's so cool. You get to see behind the scenes a little bit and you get to see like what it looks like from a different angle and it totally put in a new perspective. Okay, right? so th- yeah, that probably means a lot to people that are you know really close to this Yeah, show. if yeah, you grew up on it, you get it. Yeah. Right. And cool. I I love the little nods to the original movie because I, I'm pretty sure my family still has it on VHS. I watched it a lot as a little kid. I loved it. The little nods. The little nods. Little tip of the hat. Little, little tips. Little nods. Little boops. And that happens a lot in the end. <laughs> Oh, that was, that was amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. <laughs> this is Look What You Made Me View. Yeah. Yeah. There's lots of cool <laughs> stuff in the end. Um, Lots of cool nods. Low boobs. Yeah. It just seems like everything at the end is for the actual fans. Yeah. 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 Because, you know, not that I check out at the end. I just lose interest. Um. I lose the amount of interest I'd been carrying. They started singing point. Rainbow Connection, and I was heartbroken yeah. that you were not moved by it. It's hard for me to be moved by that song. That I don't know why. Song? It seems like everybody else is affected by that but me. It means a lot to me specifically. Hmm. Um, being a, a member of the Rainbow family. Um, but is that the intention of this song? I mean, originally? Yeah. Kind of. I think it's just an all-inclusive thing. Yeah, so it's yeah, not, yeah. It's, it's like not finding absent unity. of that, but the intention is not specifically that either. Right, right. It is not specifically for the queer community, but or it is... Or any community. Or any community, community. Because it's for every It's community. the All Lives Matter song. That's what I have Oh, probably. God damn it, Ryan. <laughs> it's the All Lives Matter theme right there. No. <laughs> they have taken Pepe. They have taken the OK sign. They will not take Rainbow Connection. God damn it. I feel you. I, it's my song. I, I would try to help. No, it's my Yellow Brick Road. Uh, cool. Yeah. No, I, I, got, I love that I, okay. song. I, I got respect for that. Yeah. Um, cool. Good to know that you'll watch at least the first half of the film. <laughs> That's nice. No, no, no. I mean, I, I would watch other parts. Um, it, I guess, yeah, really just like the 10 or 15 minutes of the show and um, yeah, the Rainbow Connection at the end. So I don't know. Okay. Maybe that is like 10 or 20 minutes. <laughs> that is not like 20 minutes, like 10 minutes. It's a lot. It's not. Um, okay. So do you understand... Why I like this movie. I most definitely understand why you like this movie. Oh, really? Yeah, no, it, 
seems like something you would have been permitted to watch. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good. It's yeah. I, it's really good. Um, so, yeah, it, I, I think the type of humor is something that I can appreciate to a certain extent until it gets a little bit too saccharine. And, mm, you know, mm-hmm. um, but the, when they throw those little jokes in there, like, I'm here for it. I So it's enough to keep me involved. I think that's ultimately their goal um, is to appeal to everyone, right? Yeah, of course. Not to offend anyone. They're like the OG at that. I mean, the show was made during the 70s. And they would throw in adult humor in this kid's show. Yeah. Left and right. And it was just like, you know, a part of what they would do. So they invented this style of comedy. And then to see them kind of do it lazily here, (laughs) it's a little upsetting. But when they do it, I mean, it's okay. It's okay. It's not as good as I wanted it to be. But I think I had very high expectations. All right. Yeah. All right, Harlan. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why did you just all right, Harlan? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It felt right, so I did it. <laughs> this is what she has said. Yeah. What are you doing over there? Well, uh, we're getting into the end of the show here. And you know what that means. Yeah, man. It's time to learn something. Okay. What are we going to learn, Kaylee? I don't know. We're going to learn what I'm showing you next week, next two weeks. <laughs> okay. What are we watching next? What are we going to watch next, Ryan? We're going to go a little bit in reverse from where we last landed in my film selection. Okay. I'm going back to 1984. Ooh. And I know we just watch a Mr. Murphy film, but God damn it, Eddie. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> we are, we are going to do Beverly Hills Cop. We're going to watch a cop film? We're going to watch a cop film. Why? (laughs) Starring Edward Murphy, who I've been watching tons of on uh, SNL reruns. You have indeed. Um, I'm shocked. You have just surprised me left and right tonight. And I knew it would be. I knew it would be a controversial call, Uh especially since this is uh, probably the earliest movie I've brought in. 84 is, well, there may be another 84. Yeah. But yeah. This is like right where it begins for me. And this, I mean, this was a huge deal. Uh, not that I saw it right when it came out, but I was very young when I saw this movie. So Curious. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, I will watch it because I have to. Yes, you do. I <laughs> will make you view it. Okay. Well, thank you so much, everyone. Um, thank you for listening in thank you for checking us out on instagram we are look what you made me view on instagram our email address in case you want to email us a lot a whole lot way too much look what you made me view at gmail.com. Gmail.com. Uh-huh. you can also leave us a voicemail on anchor we are on the anchor app check us out yeah leave us some messages there but gmail us and uh, find us on Google Podcasts if uh, that's more convenient for you somehow. Um, we if, are we are in di- we are in different places. So if you've been listening on Anchor, uh, just know you do have other options now. Uh, we we appreciate you listening wherever. Yeah, thank you so much, everyone. Like and subscribe and all that. Everything that everybody says. Blah blah blah. Good night, everyone. All right, guys. See you next time. Bye. 
Mm-hmm. Boing, boing.